All right, uh, welcome to the Eric J. The Great Podcast Show. We got a special guest on the show today, music artist Anthony Q. How you doing? Man, I'm doing good. What's going on? What's going on, bro? Thanks for having me. Hey, man, that man just taking it day by day, man. Uh, for anybody out there uh, that haven't heard any of his music, uh, we're going to start off by playing one of his songs, and then we'll get into the interview. crazy i was having like a a mind thing the other day i was like because uh i remember the video but i could never find your page it was a video <laughs> that went viral uh when you did another video because i was going through your page yesterday i was like i know i heard this voice before and then yeah. i said it was another song that you did i think it was uh called uh cut Cut ties, yeah. Cut ties when you uh did a, when you were singing outside, and I was like, yeah, I, yeah. I heard him before, but I yep, yeah. it wasn't attached to your gram, and somebody else had posted it. Nah, so it was crazy. So my my name on IG was different than like maybe my my name on Facebook, right? So what I did was just change my IG handle. So a lot of people. Like, let's say you didn't type it in before and look for it. And it was uh, Anthony Q the Vibe at first. Like, that was the uh, Instagram handle. So it was kind of hard to, if you had already been following me or already had heard me and kind of came across it and you were looking for my page, you were probably trying to type in Anthony Q the Vibe or something and it wouldn't pop up because I changed it to Anthony Q the Singer. But that's really, because I, I just recently did it like two, three weeks ago. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was like, dang, I was like, man, I know I heard this before. And I was like, dang, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, man, I've been working, man. I've been just trying to stay consistent, you know what I'm saying? But, you know what I mean? Just, but while also keeping the same messages, you know what I'm saying? Whereas it's, you know what I mean? Some, something real, you know what I mean? Absolutely. So, uh, first off, man, uh, tell the people where you're from and uh, how old are you? Man, I'm from uh, Memphis, Tennessee. 35, man. A lot of people think I'm younger, but if people didn't know when you see me, man, I'm unk. You call me unk, man. Mm -hmm. I'm old. I'm, I ain't an old head, but I'm an old head. You know what I'm saying? I'd have been around the block. Yeah, man. Okay. 
And uh, what's the first thing that come to your mind when you uh think of your hometown? Shit, man. Honestly, man. Man, like a love. It's a love and it's a strong love and hate. Like we, it's crazy because we rock hard for each other. Like it's like that family member that you get. Like y'all gonna stay into it. But y'all gonna always like if anybody else come jump in the bin and we gonna rock to get we gonna we gonna go against you know what I'm saying we gonna go against the grain so it's kind of it's family man it's that it's that family like the good bad the ugly just it's all of it you know what I mean but it's still love it's family at the end of the day okay so um take me through your childhood man uh, kind of describe how it was coming up in Memphis you know African American kid you know just some of the um, circumstances and obstacles you had to overcome, you know, early years, teenage years, things like that. Man, it's crazy because, man, like having, I had my, you know, I had the luxury of having my grandfather, my mom, my stepfather, my biological father, you know what I'm saying? My my oldest sister, my older brother. And so, like, I had the luxury that a lot of, I would say, African-American um, children growing up in inner city didn't have, you know what I'm saying? Like, I had male role models, uh, so, but I still grew up in the hood, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, I didn't grow up in my North Memphis, Raleigh, and so, my, but my mom was in the service, you know what I mean? So I was able to get around a little bit, you know, I stayed in Germany when I, from like, man, real little, man, I don't even know no German, but <laughs> I stayed in Colorado, I stayed in Pittsburgh, so I, you know, I was able to experience different things, you know what I mean? And it helped me survive, too, you know what I mean? Because when you come back to the hood, you got to keep your head on the swivel. You got to, you know, you got to know how to mess. You ain't got to follow suit, but you still got to know how to hold your own. You can't can't let nobody run over you, you know what I mean? But it also made me mature past my time being being young. And I got friends dead. I got a friend serving a life sentence. So, like, I, I mean, I got the same story. I feel like every African-American male get. And the only thing that, like, I'm here now to do is, like, so... Like, man, you can stand on your principles and your morals. Like, even the street code, you can stand on all that shit. But, like, what you standing for is the real, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, we, I see so much shit in the podcast and blog sites about snitching and shit like that. Like, man, like, nigga, I'm always going to stand with my family first. You know what I'm saying? I got kids to make it back home to. You know what I'm saying? I got a wife to make it back home to. So, like, all these things, man, make me feel like, hell, I got a brother. You know what I'm saying? I got family members, you know, that expect me to be able to answer the phone in the morning. So being young and having those people that was older in my ear, it taught me how to move to make it back home. You know what I'm saying? And still not disrespect the laws of the streets. And being where I'm at now is just like, I want to tell the story of not how to survive, but how to live as an African-American and a black male too. You know what I mean? So that's kind of what I try to make my music translate into. Absolutely, man. I'm glad that you uh, brought up the street code stuff because uh, I was having a deep conversation about this about three days ago. Yeah, and uh, and it kind of is it's kind of an aggravating conversation because I feel <laughs> like I feel like it's common sense, but yeah. then again, like it is kind of a little twist to it. But this is my whole opinion on like everybody bringing up this. I keep talking about rats and stuff like, and um, and me personally, you know, uh, one of the biggest persons, people that stand on that, is uh, Boosie, people like that. Yeah, my whole thing is is uh, you're not living in the hood no more. Like, right, whole multi millionaire, but right. what you, the way you project and talk about it. It's like you can't let it go, and it's like it's, and you, you, and you pay attention to the music industry, it's really messing up the music industry because this the first time like before Sexy Red came out, right? Did you know that it haven't been a hip hop song to go number one this year, this whole year? Yeah, man. It's because I mean it's all the same though. You know what I mean? It's 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 one of those situations, and like you said, it's a it's a twist to the conversation, right? Because, like, 
we know you got listening ears, watching eyes, right? Like, so it's so much shit can be taken out of context. So much shit can be said that can be like, ah, oh, man, he just, man, he ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like, he ain't never in this shit. He ain't in this shit. But the truth of the matter is, man, your grandmama that stay on this block, she in it. Nigga, if she on the street, she in this shit. Nigga, if I'm on the block, I'm in this shit. I ain't got to come out there with y'all and shoot the guns in the earth on the 4th of July, man, and show I did this shit. I ain't got to slide on niggas that I ain't never had no real wax with. You know what I mean? I feel like gangsters not arguing with a nigga on the internet. I ain't going to post like me. Like, I ain't you a nip like, man. Like, hey, look, you probably want, I probably did about three podcasts. But to, you the first I done really said this to. Like, you will never see me argue with no nigga on the internet. And you can't pull up none either. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't do it. To me, that's gangster. That's showing your hand. Like, why would I tell you I, I got a problem with you? You know what I'm saying? I ain't got to tell you shit. Like, if we ain't fucking with each other, you know I ain't fucking with you. And, and so, like, if I see you, and then if it was that crucial, like, if it was that crucial where it's like, fuck my kids, you know what I'm saying? I don't care about jail. Like, none of this shit. Like, if it was that crucial, then you had to do something extreme. Like, man, I don't care about no gangs, bro. I don't care about no blocks, nigga. Ain't none of our names on these streets. You know what I'm saying? These these old dead white men and black men, you know what I'm saying? You got some dead black men on there, but like for the most part, like man, niggas ain't got no streets named after after them without dying first. So I, I've learned that man, this is entertainment. Niggas move off the block, and we still try to teach our culture like, hey, it's a way to go about it. I will say this though, you can't get in bed with it, and then like when the consequences happen. It's like, oh, no, I ain't really do it. It was my homie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't agree. I don't agree. That ain't solid. That ain't, that's snitching. That's snitching. Yeah, yeah. My whole thing with the rap thing is like, if me and you go rob a bank together. Yeah. And we know we was going to rob this bank. Yeah. Locked up for it. And then I say you did it. Man, okay, that's some fuck. You were right then. But if you but, see a nigga but, 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 shoot but, but, a nigga but, but, down the street, I'm snitching on that nigga. Like, God, that nigga down there killed Lil Run Run. But this, but this the twist though. If you pull up at my crib and you pick me up, and when I get in the passenger seat, you don't tell me, "Hey, I got a switch in the car," or "I got like four pounds of weed back here," or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just driving, just thinking, knowing where you having to get pulled over. Now you expect me to go down for the same shit when I was just trying to get a ride to McDonald's. Now I'm nigga, looking at nigga, ten nigga, you got, minutes. I'm like, right, yeah. you got thirty minutes. I mean, you got about ten minutes. You know, when the police come to the car, yeah, you got ten minutes. I'm looking at your ass like, hey, bro, like, <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? I tell people like, man, it ain't even no disrespect to gunner or nobody affiliated with it. I'm like, nigga, you better say that's your weed, or I'm gonna snitch on your ass. Your ass, that's his shit. Like I, I was going to McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? But like, that's, that's the twist, though. Like people, this the thing that I don't like about people that's heavy on the rat conversation. Okay, right. yeah, snitching is bad, but right. not taking accountability is bad either. That's the thing I don't agree with with Boosie because I said, yeah, you keep saying people sent your people up the street or put your people in jail, but I'm pretty sure that they didn't take accountability for what they did either. So that's yeah. what made them put, get, made them get put in a certain situation too. So I was yeah. like, you know, back in the day, people used to take their charges. Like, well, nobody be able to make, would even put their friend in a situation to even have to do something like that. You know what I'm saying? Man, just being, a, all right, so we, we, you know, coming from our culture, right? Coming from where we come from. Like, man, one of the things that we've been hearing, if you, you know what I'm saying, like, since a young dude, like, man, how am I? I'm a real nigga, bro. I'm a real nigga. So let's just say this. Being a real nigga ain't sliding on ops. Hell no, nah, being a real nigga ain't take care of your kid. Being a real nigga is just having a sense of standing on your principles, right? Being able to hold yourself accountable, right? Like, all of those things that you just spoke on are kind of like how my what my music tries to embody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got a song called No Handouts, right? Like, it's just simply based around, like, man, look, I don't expect you to do it. And like, and not because I'm mad at you, it's not envious. I can't be like, hey, man, Jay the Great, bro, fuck with me, bro. I, you know what I'm saying? I need, I need, man, a hundred dollar, bro. I know, you know, I fuck with you. Nah, bro, like, bro, how I know you ain't, you got rent over there. You got bills over there. You got a mortgage, you got light bill. You got kids, you got them, you got a gal, you know what I'm saying? Like, my whole thought process, we all running the same race. 
So for me, I'm thinking to myself, like, how can I wake up and I do it for myself? If I if I can do that, like, man, you get way more blessings when you hold yourself accountable, when you expect more from yourself. Like, and that's why, truth of the matter, people got to start loving. Our people got to start loving, loving themselves. If we start loving ourselves, bro, we're going to take care of ourselves. We're going to take care of, like me, like I'm smoking this. But I'm very aware that it's not healthy, right? So, like, now I'm thinking to myself, like, I got to stop smoking these motherfuckers, right? Like, and understanding that, hey, if something happens where it affects my voice, right, where it makes me sick, I'm not looking like, damn, bro, it's fucked up. No, bro, you knew it was unhealthy, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I just feel like people need to understand that, man, if we hold ourselves accountable, bro, man, our whole culture will change. Like, fuck if he a rat nigga, like, if you go down the street, if I'm if I'm riding in my car and it's a four-way stop and I see some niggas airing each other out, bro, I'm calling the police. You know what I'm saying? What the <laughs> fuck, nigga? It's, it's kids. It's kids playing out here, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't owe you niggas no loyalty, nigga. That ain't being a real nigga. Being a real nigga, being solid is saying, hey, look, it's kids on this block, my nigga. If y'all want to do this shit, handle this shit on some Western shit, meet up in the field, take care of your business. Whatever, like you niggas ain't got no hands no more. These niggas ain't fighting no more. Like, bro, like I'm a I'm a late eighties baby. Like, nigga, like I'm a, I'm I'm bound to see you and want to, you know what I'm saying, catch a fade. But you gonna go home and I'm gonna go home. We ain't lose a drop. I don't want to take your life. I know there's people that love you, but now I walk around with it on me, nigga. I I sit on the porch too long, nigga. Is I'm like, damn, where, my, where is it? You know what I'm saying? Cause like, man, if you watch a lot of my video, I, it's a video on my Instagram. And so I did a video, it's like one of them motivational type videos. I'm kind of walking through this little cut. And it's on me and somebody, but I ain't got it out. Like I don't show it, but it's I got a jean jacket on and it's in my pocket inside the jean jacket. But some other dude, some dude on my company was like, you got it on you too. Cause I guess the print was showing. I I didn't see it until like after I posted, I'm like, damn that motherfucker. He was like, Oh, you got about a 40 on you. I said, nah, I got Kondo Rundo in my pocket. Yeah, I mean not Kondo, I said I got Rundo in my pocket. You know what I'm saying? So so I say all that to say this, bro. What's a real nigga, bro? Like, what's what's that? Like, what is it to be real to you and fake to my kids, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like, and so if the game, if Boosie, and I love, like, by the way, like, I love Boosie, bro. Like, I like I feel like he's probably one of the realest gangsters in the yeah. music industry. Yeah, I love Boosie, too, but the only he's thing. He's standing on the business, man. <laughs> the, only, the only thing that I don't like about Boosie now mm -hmm. is that for him to have his biggest platform that he has, mm. he doesn't push the message of telling people to go the other way. Mm. Well, I, I think I I think he, bro, I think it's hard to, um, um, yeah, I was trying to, I was trying to, Somebody was calling, I was trying to end the end the call. That joint. <laughs> that joint accepted. I got mad too. You should have heard me. I'm like, hey nigga, I'm on a I'm on a podcast, nigga. Get off my phone. But nah. Boost, man, bro. It's harder though. So if I see him as a gangster, right? And I ain't on that shit, bro, at all. So if I see him like that, imagine the niggas that do see him like that. So that really be in the streets like that. So but the, but the thing is though, like, we gotta hold him accountable. Like yeah, after it the thing that you about to say, yeah, it will resonate with those type of people more because it's coming from his mouth. Yeah, yeah, oh, he, he can change it. You he know, that, that's what I'm saying. Like the people that don't been through it and then don't became millionaires and became successful, they need to stop talking about it like they just removed from it. Like, Boosie been in the rap game like our damn 20 years. So I'm like, you you ain't been poor in a minute. You know <laughs> what you say? what you right. say, nigga? You ain't, you, ain't, you, you ain't ate a bologna sandwich in a, mo in a while, G. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey just, just being honest, bro. Like, <laughs> you, you, you been good, bro. You been out here, you been out here solid. So, but no, but this is the crazy part about it, though, bro. Like, oh my God, man, my brother called. I ain't gonna answer this shit. <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, so 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 you know to be informed of like I got a show right at 7 30, right? I think we talked about this doing our messages. And um, so it's chaotic. I was actually 
when you messaged me, I was in in transit to come to Memphis, right? And uh, like me, I actually like to do podcasts because I talk anyway. So, and furthermore, I be wanting people to see that this shit is real. Like I'm not, I'm not out here trying to sell you anything. You know what I'm saying? Other than kind of what you're talking about. Let's let's culturally shift the bullshit, right? Like I I, I don't. I don't I don't give a fuck nigga if if talking about switches sell, bro. I'm gonna be like, sometimes you gotta say fuck if they ain't on what you want, cut. I'm a I'ma talk my shit, I'ma cuss. Like right now, like I'm not going to I'm call me the drunk uncle nigga on the porch that got some wild shit to say. You know what I'm saying? But I'm older, nigga. Like, man, most of the niggas I'm talking about that's dead in jail, nigga, they ain't died last year. Nigga, they died when I was in my early 20s. Some of my teenagers, you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, I done been shot at. I done shot at niggas. But like, man, most of the time I did that shit, swear to God, I wouldn't even mad. I wouldn't know shit. I was just, just cause I could, you know what I'm saying? Any reason to be into it with a nigga. Well, that goes back to uh, what I say, what's wrong with our communities now. Like when we was kids, uh, you had, uh, community centers, you can go pay a hundred dollars to go on a field trip for a couple of weeks. Like we had stuff to make up for the idle time. You had a lot of coaches, things like that. Like now, you know, you go to an average hood, man. It ain't, you don't see, you can ride through the hood for five minutes and you ain't pick out one thing for kids to do. No, that's, I, I think the community center still try, man. Cause I, I see a lot of, um, People trying to get back to it, right? Man, Boosie ain't gotta be accountable, man. That nigga rich, you said it yourself. Man, these young niggas with these switches that's that's making millions of dollars about talking about it. Man, them niggas ain't gotta be accountable. Why would they do that? That's their hustle. They get like they get paid to say, nigga, ride around with that, uh, uh. And you go buy it, you go listen to it, you know what I'm saying? It's the narrative that's being sold. Nigga, why would you stop? Nigga, like we all hurting out here. Truth of the matter is, the power is in the people, bro. I swear to God, all, I just, I just, shout out to uh, Hitmaker. I just, I just signed to uh, Hitmaker. Um, shout out to my guy, uh, D. Dorian, man. But the truth of the matter is, bro, that shit started last week. Bro, I believe in the people. Bro, I done went viral three times off of not talking about that. You know what I'm saying? So it's possible. You just gotta believe in yourself. I walk, I walk with my own purpose. I hold myself accountable, but I'm still in the neighborhood. These niggas, us in the neighborhood, we gotta hold ourselves accountable. We wanna get on the internet and we wanna talk about like, oh man, man, these niggas is stupid. These niggas is woo woo woo. Man, you tell them niggas that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm putting it in my music, I'm telling everybody that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not, I'm not in a space where I even want it around me, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I don't need it. It's, it's, it's a bad energy. Because if they hate you, nigga, they hate me. You know what I'm saying? You got 20 off, nigga, I got 19. Like, I don't need that type. And, and, and nigga, I don't want to slide for you just because you my man. And, and, nigga, you didn't went out here and kill his brother. Nigga, I want to kill you, too. You know what I'm saying? So it's about if the neighborhood holds the people, look at, I mean, hold these niggas that's singing about it, rapping about it, account, them niggas will stop because it's a hustle. Then you'll see everybody on some street gospel shit. Then you'll see everybody on some, man, we got to do better. You know why? Because we made them We made them grow the fuck up. Like, we made them have to go, okay, let me go in my bag and say something different because they don't want to hear me do anything that'll be destructive to our neighborhood. So the first people that need to be accountable is the people that's listening to it, that's buying it. You know what I'm saying? That's supporting it. We can't say we tired of niggas getting killed. We can't say we tired of, tired of these little girls in twerk videos at, at four or five years old. No, you're not. No, you're not, nigga. You was just, you was just, my pussy pink, my booty whole brown. You was just listening to that. <laughs> you was watching the bitches twerk off that. You hear me? So, like, stop saying, like, you tired of it, bro, when we support the narrative. Like, either you are or you're not. And so, me, like, I don't eat pork. So, you ain't never see me. Hey, bro, oh, that's a baloney sandwich. That motherfucker do look good. I'm like, nah, bro, that shit. She look fucking nasty as a motherfucker, nigga. You ain't eating that pork, thinking that's fine, nigga. I don't eat that shit. Like, I'm going to let you know I don't fuck with it immediately. I don't, I, and I feel like if we all handle ourselves that way, then we'll be better off and then hold ourselves accountable, bro. I done been, I done been, I ain't going to say the worst type of person, bro, but 
I didn't been a bad father, bro. I didn't been a bad husband, bro. You know what I'm saying? I didn't I didn't disappoint my moms, my pops, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't been there. So I ain't speaking on some shit like I'm perfect. I'm speaking on some shit like nigga. Most niggas don't make it to 35 living like how I used to live. So don't do what I did, nigga. Like do this shit. I swear to God, you do this shit, you will see your you will see your kids have kids. That's what I'm on. Absolutely. Oh, what type of did you play any sports when you was a kid? Yeah, so I don't know if people say like oh, so I'm six two, so but I've been six two since I was sixteen. So I uh I played ball, I played basketball, I played, I only played football my uh middle school. I played tight end and a uh, defensive end all the way into the ninth grade until I was like, these niggas hit too hard, like these niggas big as shit. Nigga, I'm getting the fuck up out of here, nigga. I'm gonna go hoop. But yeah, I play, I play basketball. And that's probably a lot of reasons why I got some structure. Cause we, you know, sports, you know what I'm saying? Like it it has some structure to it. So yeah, so I did. Absolutely. So um, as you was growing up, um, did you have anybody around you, either close friends or uh, family members that was involved in the music business, or were you the first one to go down and rap? No, no. So, so my, so I got two. My father, my father, um, he was actually a background singer for a lady named Paris who was signed to Sony overseas, and um. Uh, she, man, she could blow, man. I'm talking about, like, Mariah Carey saying she was dope. My father was the first person to put, like, a microphone in my hand. You know, like, two years old. So I've been around music forever, and I grew up singing in church. Uh, my friend, uh, in my teenage years, my friend OGB Easy, he had a uh, he had ties to, like, Waka Plaka. That's my friend who's serving a life sentence right now, though. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, but shout out to him. You know what I'm saying? So I get to talk to him sometimes. Okay. Yeah. So uh, who were some of your favorite music artists growing up? Who you like listening to? It's crazy. So I'm going to give you the backdrop, and then I'll give you, you know, my newer people, you know, the, the more modern. So I grew up listening to Usher, man, Mario, Boys to Men. Like, I was, I'm on H-Town, Jodeci, you know, Silk. Like, I was really into, even Pretty Ricky, bro, I'm going to be honest. Like, I was really, I was really into, like, R&B, like T-Pain, I, I love when he came out. Um, so like, I was I was into pretty much the whole R&B. I love Brandy, I love Monica, I love um, Mariah Carey. Um, I listen to all of them. Um, when I got older though, man, I, I you know, cause I see people make comments, so I, I definitely want to speak on it. Uh, Mo3, man. Um, yeah, he was hard. Bro, like, I'm gonna tell you, so, I, I used to like, when I first came out, my narrative and what I wanted to say in my music, I always wanted to talk about that, right? But I never did it, mostly because I was like, oh, it's kind of grimy, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really want to do no grimy music. So my shit was more like Afro beat, right? Like Young Bluish, you know what I'm saying? K-Camp, shout out to them, I listened to them too. But Mo3, I felt like what he was doing was changing. You know what I'm saying? He was changing the culture, bro. Like he was, he was making people like, Damn, like he had a grimier side, right? More grimier than I. Like, I ain't gonna, you'll never hear me sing about murder or nothing. Like, they're not in the fashion he did. But Mo3, man, like, if it wasn't for him, I don't exist. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mo3 is the reason why I believe street gospel even exists in, in, at all, right? And and so I've been thinking of ways where, man, because I see people compare me to him. And like, again, you always want to watch what you say, especially if you're typing it. Like, you don't want to go, nah, I'm my own person, right? You know, but the truth is, like, man, he paid the way for me to do what I'm doing. And so, like, I got to give praises to him. And, like, it's crazy because I feel like, man, I would have been, like, super honored to do a record with three because it's like, nigga, without you, I feel like a lot of us don't exist. Me, you know, Rod Wave, like, you're not saying Rod Wave, he got his own style, but... I feel like Mo3 made it okay, you know what I'm saying, for us to to do what we do. And I feel like anybody that tell you different from Moray, which they won't, they, they all give him his praises, T-Rail, all of us, like, we exist because of three. That's just that on that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel like can't nobody tell you different. So I definitely still value Mo3. I, man, I love what he do, you know what I'm saying? I learn from him. And I try to even be not better than him, but I try to make sure I continue the, the path that he started and I try to do it the right way and where even he would be proud. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. 
So take me back to that time when you went to a recording studio for the first time, man. Was it was it kind of uh, easy for you to catch on, or were you a natural? Oh, no, like no. <laughs> the first time I ever went to a studio, I did a, uh, I did a, I did a remake because my mom was trying to get me into the, like artist showcase and like they got models and artists and they got like back in the day they used to have like these label thing showcases. So you have like RCA, Sony, all on. And shit. So she was like, uh, my dad said, oh, I got a friend who got uh Kino who got a studio. And I went and recorded Cupid by 112. I was like fucking fucking 12, 13 years old. And it was hard because you think you just go in there, you just gonna sing the song, right? No, bro. Like, oh, you, you gotta do this and do this harmony on top of it. And it was super frustrating, you know what I'm saying? Cause I had never been, you know what I mean? And to this day. A lot of niggas tell you they love it. I ain't gonna say they lying. I fucking hate recording, bro. Like, I do not like to record. Like, I only go record. Like, I'm not a dude. Like, I don't even sit on music. I only go record music I put out. So if you've heard it, I don't have, like, I don't have a song sitting there waiting for you to hear. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you, like, hey, send me some unreleased. I don't got none. Not that I would let you hear it, because it's like, if I didn't win a recording and didn't like it, I trash it. Nobody's gonna hear it. So... Um, but yeah, that first time that was tough, bro. Like I ain't gonna like I, I like that studio shit. Like oh, but when it, like when it's getting mixed down and mastered though, I'm all in the studio jigging. I'm having like yeah, it should sound good because it do. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it sound good too. But when you in the studio and somebody like, all right, now give me this. All right, now do that. And all right, now give me this. I'm like, god damn, nigga. Like I'm ready to get the fuck up out of here, nigga. It's hot. Like I don't, I don't want to do this shit no more. But the 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 byproduct of that, you know what I'm saying, is is it's worth it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, if you are you more of a writer or a freestyler? It's crazy. I so what I do is insight to my writing. What I do is I listen to a track and I will freestyle about eight bars. You know what I'm saying? So like when I made cut ties, I'm like I'm cool on that fake shit. And I keep my grass cut to see this snake shit. Man, you put my name on it, make me respect it. I'm talking like I freestyled all that whole course. And then when I got my hook, I just keep doing it till I remember it. I remember, I remember, I remember it. And then I'll write a verse normally if I feel like it. And in my notepad on my phone. And then I'll stop. And then I'll come back tomorrow and I'll do it again. I'll make another verse to it. And then the song is done. That's normally how I do it. Like I it, it's it's so it's it, it's a combination of both. You know what I'm saying? I, I never I and I never pin without a beat. Never. I, last time I did that, I think I was like 18. I don't I don't write without beats. Okay. Yeah. So just like anything else in life, you gotta build confidence in it. So if you had to pick a moment, when would you say you had the confidence to know you could take the music seriously? What moment? Um, October um, of last year. So, like, I was already, I felt like I was taking my music seriously, right? But it's a it's a different type of confidence, bro. And it's scary. Like, it's not what, you know, man, you hear talks about, like, positions and all that shit. Like, it's no, bro. It's it's like a, it's a it's something, my grandmama was dying, right? And uh, she was on hospice. And uh, she ended up passing. And um, I was already like mentally going through it anyway, you know, like my relationship was failing at the time, right? Uh, I'm piss broke, like nigga, like nigga can't scrape up $10, nigga looking for change, bro. And so it was one of those situations where I couldn't get no lower. And I had two options, it was die or succeed, you know what I'm saying? And I just prayed about it, bro. And then I don't know, bro. Something shifted, bro. It was it's like that was the moment in my life where it said I felt like it wasn't even about taking the music necessarily seriously. It was life in itself. You know what I'm saying? It was like if you you can either die or 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 live. I got tired of surviving, bro. You know what I'm saying? So once I knew that, I feel like I could be successful at anything. Cause if you can live in life, now you can win at everything. Like music. Your podcast, bro, like ain't can't nothing stop you at that point. It's bound for success because you've already got comfortable with life. You know what I mean? So it was really more about life than it was 
um, the music. Okay. So um, as far as your situation right now, are you signed to a label or are you independent? Well, I'm, I'm, it's, 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 I'm, in, I'm in talks with a few labels, but right now I am, uh, am locked in with Hitmaker. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's been it's been dope. It just recently happened, so I'm uh, I'm excited about that. Like I'm talking about, we're new. Like we're like a weekend. You know what I mean? So uh, it happened like right before the fourth of Ju the second of July on my mom's birthday, matter of fact. So who is pretty hit maker? Hit maker is Dorian Black Noise. Uh, record label there that ones uh broke the F and F record. Okay, yeah, I I wanted to say that was. That was him, but I will. I ain't want to uh, think. Nah, Hit Hit Kid is under under their uh, label, under their distribution uh, action. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you would sign to a major if it made sense, though, right? Yeah, I mean, this is a business, bro. I know a lot of people would love. To, I, let me tell you something, bro. I would love to hit the lottery, right? And I could just be like, okay, I'm done. You know what I mean? But no, for real, like, um. Long as the relationship is right, right, and um, it makes sense. And I'm not saying I want to control everything, but I definitely want to control my message. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if that can stay the same, then yeah. You know what I mean? If it makes sense, if it's if it's lucrative for my family, right? Then yeah, I definitely sign with a mate. Okay. So, uh, as far as your recording process now, how often do you be going to the studio these days? Only, only when I get something I feel like worth worth recording, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, like it costs money, right, to drop. You know what I'm saying? So like, I wrote two songs, and was like, I think it's time to go ahead and record. I love them. I'm still going to drop them, right? They're gonna come out on my album, but I wrote fake shit because I knew I had to go to the studio in two days, and I'm like, nah, fuck that. I'm dropping this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So that's how fake shit came about. So normally. It's just whenever you know what I mean. I don't I don't go like every other day. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure now it's gonna pick up because I'm working with people. But you know, at first I'm funding you know my own stuff, so it's like I was only doing what I could almost. But when I felt like I needed to, I ain't just want to be recording to be recording. Okay. So uh, take me back to that time when you dropped music to the public for the first time. Uh, tell me how the city was embracing you around that time when people that you don't know like that was able to hear your music and was giving you opinions on it. You know, I dropped a song called Nothing Ass Nigga, and it was my first uh, solo record. And um, at that time, you run a promotion. People was fucking with it, you know what I'm saying? Um, it, and that was dope, you know what I mean? But not nothing like now, though. You know what I mean? Like, now I get embraced all over. But, but at the time, it just made me feel like I could do it, you know, for real. You know what I mean? To see people respond to it or buy it off Apple Music, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, damn, like, I really can get some money off this shit for real. You know what I mean? Uh, people really love, when, you know, what I sing about. So it was it was dope, you know what I mean? But, like, it's so hard to go back to those moments because there's so much shit going on now. But I, I do remember the feeling of feeling like, oh, man, I can really do this, you know what I mean? Absolutely. So, uh... Everybody know uh Memphis on fire right now, man, when it comes to uh yeah man music artists, man. So uh you know, everybody talks about the people with the names now, you know, the gorillas, the uh, money bags, and everybody that signed the CMG that's right. This, but uh uh kind of describe the local scene, like all the rap uh, music artists that's on the come up right now. Do a lot of people collab with each other or everybody just do their own thing? I, I want to say a combination of both, you know what I'm saying? Like people do their own thing, but I mean, if they kind of from the same block or, you know what I mean, or whatever, same hood, then they'll, they'll, they'll fuck out with each other, you know what I'm saying? But like for the most part, they, 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 re they really, it's crazy because the music, everybody here is talented, bro. Like, I can't, like, it really is popping, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, there's so much. It, like, that, that talent that you're describing, let's call the the Glorillas, the Gloss, the Money Bag, you know, people that you know know. But, like, man, the city got, like, so many, like, artists that are even at, you know what I'm saying, the level I'm at, they are buzzing or beyond. You know what I mean? Like, 
I like a guy uh, named Eddie Valero, man. I like I like ATM Rich, baby, man. There's so many artists out there. There's a lot of female artists out there. Like, I think the, I think because we are also talented, but we also who we are. You know what I'm saying? It can it can there's like this conflict of interest. You know what I mean? Because we all working hard, so it's almost like why you go over me? You know what I mean? So I you know and then like I said, you got North Memphis, South Memphis, East Memphis, and it kind of can clash at times, but. For the most part, when 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 you do break into the thing, if you can keep your head on the swivel, your nose clean out of some bullshit, man, you gonna be loved, man. You know what I mean? For real, like you gonna get that real type of love. My pops just walked in here. Do you do you believe uh, rappers are targeted? If so, why? Say it again. Do you believe rappers are targeted? If so, why? Nah, that that'll be a lack of accountability to say that. I would say. Man, you targeted by the energy you put out. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you the toughest guy in the room, it's still somebody else that want to be tougher than you. You know what I'm saying? Or if I say, it's just like now, if I get on here and be like, man, I can whoop all you niggas ass. It's going to be somebody that's like, nigga, I bet you can't whoop me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, 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 just a, it's just a response, right? People are attracted to drama. And I think with the rap scene comes that, that drama, right? It's like, Nigga, I said, nigga, I'm a slide. Nigga can't try me, and nigga can't do this. And it's a nigga somewhere going, nigga, I will. I'll try you, nigga. Like I like fuck it. Like and then we put a lot of shit in our songs. So you might have a nigga going, ah, oh, this is my nigga Rico from such and such. Again, Rico got twenty ops. So you just gained twenty more ops just by saying a nigga name. You see what I'm saying? So I think that the the uh, dialect in rap is what causes them to be target, not because you're just a rapper, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, what's some artists you want to work with in the future? Man. It's, I think that's like a, a wrong, it's a wrong answer either way, because if you, if you miss somebody, now, nah, you ain't say you want to fuck with me. You know what though, like J. Cole, like I'm just leaving it there, like J. Cole, Mo three, like that would have been somebody I would have loved to do a record with, you know what I'm saying? Um, Way, um, Moray, um, some OGs I like. To, I like, I love to do a record with like Ti, you know what I'm saying? That'll be dope. Lucy, that'll be dope. Drake, like all of all of the ones that a nigga really grew up listening to, you know what I'm saying? Kind of idolize a little bit, you know what I'm saying? I think all those, huh? Who? Nah, my brother said Tank. I, I do love Tank though, but <laughs> no, nah, I'm like Tank. Tank. Tank gonna have me out here trying to be butt naked with baby oil on, trying to. <laughs> yeah, plus, I'm like Tank. I don't have that body, Tank. I can't sing that song, Tank. No, yeah, <laughs> but I do love. We grew up listening to Tank. My that's my brother Prestige. You hearing, man? That's on all my records with me. Yeah, that's who you hearing off in the background. Like he, like he is R and B. Like man, I. I get mad for like, hey, you a singer? I'm like, I ain't no singer, nigga. I'm a rapper, nigga. But now, <laughs> but now, like, yeah, that's my brother, though. He right though to a sense. I do fuck with Tank too. And Tank kind of suspect on that last was that interview he did last on Drink Champs or something. Man, like man, something. Hey man, you not gonna do you? Know, we not having this conversation on a podcast. You is not gonna turn this shit into gold, nigga. Too much from now, nigga. Like, how nah, cute. That's the thing you said. You said that nigga freak as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Tank, bro. Do your thing, bro. Do your thing. Don't come in. <laughs> so, uh, what's some things you like? Just uh, uh, explain to your uh, followers. Uh, what's some things you like doing in your spare time when you're not doing music? Oh, I wish I had my button right here. About to say nothing. <laughs> Absolutely fucking nothing, bro. Like. I don't want to do anything. Like right now, like, bro, this is cool because you're on the phone. I'm right here where I'm at. You right there where you at. But if you was like, yeah, bro, now pull up in my, like, ah, oh, see, hell no. <laughs> no. Like, nigga, I don't want to go to the show. But not because I don't want to perform for the people. It's the going that's the problem. It's not like if somebody pick me up and carry me, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I'm lazy, bro. I, I really just want to enjoy my family, bro. I feel like time is valuable. You know what I mean? Every every minute, every second counts. You know what I'm saying? So where I spend it is 
Like, I'd rather go, they'll tell you up in some mountains or something and chilling in a cabin with some of my family and friends and, and just enjoy them, you know, in their space. Like, bro, I, I really don't want to do nothing. I don't want to go to the mall like I got to, you know what I'm saying? I don't I don't want to, I don't want to go to the corner stuff, really. I, I just want to do nothing. Absolutely nothing. So, if y'all ever ask me what I want to do for my birthday, if it ain't the Grizzlies game, courtside, nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, what are your um, short and long-term goals? What do you want to accomplish? I want to get some money. That's the first. That's my short term, because that's not the end game, right? Um, to be able to sustain, create generational wealth. And then I want to be a part of the change. And that's long term. That's going to take, I'll probably be dead and gone, but it can still happen. I want to be part of it, right? I want to be on that same list with Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, you know what I'm saying? I want to be on that list, right? I don't want to be on the list of great artists. I want to be on this list over here. I want to make a difference. I don't, I don't, I don't. The accolades are just what I'm doing as far as my profession, right? It's like getting a raise at your job. Like, yeah, that's dope. But if I can be part of, of a chain that's positive, then my life will be a success and then it'll be a better place for even my children to grow up in and my and my brother's children, you see what I'm saying, and my sister's children. So if that can happen, then I was success. Absolutely. So as far as 2023, the rest of 2023 and uh, beginning of 2024, what you got coming up as far as singles, projects, anything like that? Bro, we going up. Street Gospel uh, uh, album coming. We hit making them. Um, we got I got some big stuff going on. I got some of my brothers gonna be on there. I got some. Uh, I got some big names on there. We ain't gonna drop them yet. So it's gonna be fire. Like right now, it's just the work, right? And um, it's, it's it's like introducing me to the world. Like finally get to start the process of changing, it, changing the world, changing the culture, changing the the music industry. So I'm excited, and I got I'm bringing along some people with me too. So. It's going to be dope. Absolutely. Uh, so uh, how do you want people to perceive you? Man. A man, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm a man, bro. Like, I'm human. Not perfect. But I'm striving to be better every day. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to stand on what I say. I'm going to hold myself accountable right there. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm, you know, a man of accountability, but... I'm still standing on it when I'm right, I'm right, I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Either way, I accept the consequences as they come. And um, if I mess up, I expect the people to hold me accountable and, and I face it, right? You know what I mean? It, it, all of us have our moments, right? I may not say the right thing in a moment. I may not do the right thing. I may fall short. So I just want people to perceive me as a man. If they can do that, then it's fair. Absolutely. So give me your, uh, give me your Mount Rushmore. Uh, give me your top five most influential people to your life? Hmm. I'm a boxing all my kids, right? Uh, my, my my stepfather, my 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 father, and my stepdad. So that's four. Um, no, nah, let me take the kids off because fuck them kids. <laughs> uh, Really, my stepfather, my father, my grandfather, both of them, and uh, my mom, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, all of those people, without those people, I'm not me, right? Like, I'm not who I am. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't want to be anybody else. And You know what I mean? I just want to be myself. And I, I want to not necessarily just make them proud, but walk with a sense of integrity. You know what I'm saying? Like, those things that they taught me, I use them outside of their eyesight. So... Those are the people that I would put up there. And they're all human. They're not perfect, but they are, you know, some people that I feel like I'm striving to be like all of them, you know? So uh, as far as closing remarks, man, anything else you want to let the uh, people know that you got going on, you know, let people know how to keep up with you on social media and things like that. Yeah, man. Just follow me at Anthony Q, the singer, man. Follow, follow the journey. Um, that's Anthony Q the singer um, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, I'm also uh, look me up on YouTube. Just type in Anthony Q, I'll pop right up. Um, also, man, so 
support each other. You know what I mean? Like, like man, how you support me, I support you. I feel like sometimes it's easy to say no, right? But you'll never know where your blessings come from when you say, just say, all right, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Don't let nobody use you, but let everybody use you as long as you can use them then, if that makes sense. It's like a fucking contradiction, but it'll make sense. Don't misuse Yeah, don't misuse You know what I'm saying? It just, let's just try to all be there for each other. We do that. I swear to God, we're going to be better for it anyway. Absolutely, man. Yeah, I appreciate you uh, coming on the podcast. You know, I uh, record random times during the uh, week. You know, uh, podcast started to take off August of last year when I got my um, first big interview with uh, Shawty Low Jr. Then I got uh, Derez Deshaun. And then I, and I ended up getting a little flip. Then I got uh, – my biggest interview is gonna drop next month with uh Free Ray Ricky Ross. Oh uh, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, and I got a couple more other uh established artists like uh Free Band Test, Feature Artist, uh E Blue, um NPR Richie Rich, PBE Pluto, like a lot of people in the outside they got some motion going on. Uh, that's fire. That's fire, bro. That's dope. I, I man, you going up too, man. We just got this. Man, head up, chest out, man. Stay working, bro. I'm glad you had me on, man. Anytime you need me, just holler at me. Well, yeah, man. Yeah, I drop uh, episodes every Monday at uh at midnight. Okay, say no more. I'm going to be tapped in. I'll make sure I hit your link. You know I tapped in. I'm following you now, so it's up there. Well, yeah, man. Well, yeah, man. I appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, real dope artist. Uh, real... Uh, I would say real spirit led because like I tell people all the time, like when I listen to a song, like if I don't feel it like in the first 20, 30 seconds, I'm gonna turn it off. You know? Yeah, I don't even listen to music, bro. I ain't gonna even lie. I don't even I'm not my own either. People get to play play fake shit, You know, (laughs) it's all good. Don't play it. Thank you. But now it's cool. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, you are. Uh, you have a good rest of your day, man. And uh, you too, bro. keep doing what you're doing, man. Uh, I'm pretty sure in the neck from me, a year from now, man, you'll you'll be with all the uh, most buzzing artists that's uh <laughs> right now. Yeah, man. So, so, man, for real, man. Keep saying it, man. Number good energy. I like it. I'm I'm, I'm absorbing all that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. All right, man. One.